Greetings, fellow Earthlings. This is Dave Smith with the podcast, and another thing with Dave. Thank you for tuning in. I am sorry for my two-week absence. I had to take a little mental health break. Things are pretty crazy right now in the good old U.S. of A. Um, And in this episode, I want to discuss censorship. Censorship is alive and well in the United States right now. Dissenting voices are not accepted. Um, I'm a firm believer that the only type of speech that should be censored is hate speech that actually leads to violence against a person or group of people. And also, of course, you can't yell fire in a movie theater because that could lead to emotional or physical harm for a person or people. So, you know, but if you're just offensive, I'm sorry, that's that's why you can swipe. That's why a radio station has a dial so you can change the station. That's why a TV station, a TV has a remote control so you can change the channel there. But no, we're being censored here in the United States. Um, the information is being filtered. One of my favorite shows was taken off of the air because it happened to be on RT America. Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp. Brilliant, brilliant investigative show. Kind of similar to the old Jon Stewart show, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Similar premise, where he, you know, takes headlines of the news and then debunks them and talks about the backstory and the history and what led us to this moment, you know, which is very important. Historical context is very, very important. Nothing exists in a vacuum, including this Ukraine situation, right? It goes back, from what I've heard, it goes back to 91. Um, so, you know, there's many sources that you can find good information on what's going on, but the mainstream media, or as I like to call it, the lamestream media is not one of those sources. You're going to hear the same thing parroted over and over and over again, ad nauseum. And if you want an example of this, look up, uh, the media repeats itself on YouTube The Easter Bunny has an extra spring in his step this year. And you'll see 200 and something journalists on all different outlets, different stations, uh, all parroting the exact same sentence. So who gave them that sentence? I don't know. But it's mind-blowing, you know, to say the least, that it is that consolidated. Um, But I've known this for a long time, right? Our media here in the U.S. is owned by basically five or six major corporations. Five now because two of them merged. Um, So all those companies are pro-war. You'll never hear, uh, you know, an anti-war voice on U.S. media. One of the best best rated television shows of all time was the Donahue show. It was a talk show. The guy was on for like 30 years. I think it was NBC. I'm not sure. But he had their best rated show ever, and he had the best rated show on television. People showed up in droves to watch this because he was a real guy asking people real questions. As soon as he did an episode that was anti-war, anti the U.S. invasion of Iraq, he got fired. They took him off the air their best show. 
So that is the lengths that they will go to. They'll go to any lengths to stifle dissent. Um, a, a great, a great uh, source that you can still see that's on the air is the Jimmy Dore Show on YouTube, right? So Jimmy Dore has investigative journalists on. He's not just reading a script that was handed to him some, by somebody. He'll take clips from the news, you know, and break it down, debunk them, give the history, and, and then he'll have an investigative journalist on to get actual news. Uh, I just saw an episode recently with Aaron Matei, award-winning investigative journalist. He has Max Blumenthal on quite frequently. So I love the guy. But, you know, the reason this issue is so close to my heart is I have been censored. Yeah, not for being, you know, pro-Russia, pro-Putin, whatever, but just for telling people like, whoa, man, this is not as simple as it may seem. Nothing, you know, no moment exists in a vacuum. There was always, there is always a backstory. There's always things that led up to this current moment. So let's not forget that, right? Because censorship is a very, very slippery slope. Where does it stop? First it's Alex Jones, then it's me, and then it's you. You're next. So, you know, I've heard, I heard some wiser man than I say once, you know, the only solution, I think it was Aaron Maté, the only, um, the only solution for misinformation is more information, right? And like I said, unless somebody is speaking out in a way that is going to physically or emotionally cause harm, no, physically cause harm to a group of people or a person, that speech should be allowed. I'm not racist at all, and I don't have any love for the KKK, but they should be allowed under the First Amendment of the United States Constitution to speak their BS rhetoric, right? The Proud Boys, you know, I don't agree with them, but they should be allowed to speak their BS rhetoric unless they cross the line and start organizing an armed invasion of the Capitol again. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating, you know, so frustrating. So yeah, so I've been censored after speaking on Ukraine and, and posting on Ukraine on Instagram. I was censored off of, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the stereo app. Uh, all of those for about two weeks. Ironically enough, the stereo app, they're, they're, uh, their, fra their sales tagline is stereo, speak freely. Now, in stereo's defense, they have no idea what's going on with my account. So I think this is bigger than stereo, and I think it's something above them that is censoring me within their platform. And um, <laughs> I know that might sound like delusionally paranoid to some people, but let me break this down for you. So I'm not able to do my own show on stereo. I'm not able to join the panel on other people's shows, but I am able to leave messages, right? So if, and I've been in contact with the, uh, the helpline, the help desk at stereo, to, you know, back and forth 10 times now. They've escalated my case twice. They have no idea what's going on and why I can't go live. So 
it's not them censoring me. It's something above them. Now let's pull back a little bit. Recently, I believe it was about two weeks ago, right before I got censored, the uh, the main the uh, Department of Homeland Security. Ish, sorry about that. I was getting, <laughs> ironically enough, I was just getting invited to join a talk on stereo that I won't be able to join. So I apologize for that interruption. So ironically enough, about two weeks before I got banned was the Department of Homeland Security here in the U.S. issued an announcement saying the biggest threat to U.S. democracy is MWMs. They love their acronyms, right? WMDs, now it's MWMs. So MWM is an acronym for misinformation, wrong information, or malinformation. Now this cracks me up because these are the same people that sold us the war against Iraq because of weapons of mass destruction. And for anybody that knows the history, that is, you know ironically, sadly, hilarious in a sad, really sad way, because the only way that we knew that Iraq had any weapons of mass destruction is because we sold them to them to fight Iran. Yeah, in the Iran-Iraq war, which was horrible, we sold both sides weapons, right? Because, you know, what better way to take out two enemies than to have them do it to each other? You know, and why are they enemies? Well, because they have oil, right? I forget who said it. I think it was Noam Chomsky, but, you know, he said if these countries that we're bringing, quote-unquote, you know, dem democracy to, if their main export was broccoli instead of oil, do you think the U.S. military would be there? No, not so much. So, you know, another thing about this whole thing that kills me is the virtue signaling in the mainstream media, right? But I guess that's that's probably uh, a talk for another another show. But uh, people are losing their minds over this, you know. Um, I've been thrown, you know, hate speech has been thrown at me. I've been criticized, ridiculed, just because I'm telling people, maybe suggesting a link that they could look at to read or watch something to give them the history of what's going on in Ukraine. Because once again, nothing exists in a vacuum. So, you know, before we start waving a flag, promoting one country over another, we need to learn the history of what set this in motion. You know? And then there's the fact that the United States has, you know, ceased any diplomatic negotiations with Russia. So what are we doing here? The stated goal of the State Department, the U.S. State Department, was to have Ukraine fight to the last Ukrainian. <laughs> right? So we're okay with all the Ukrainians dying as long as they take, you know, take Russia down a notch. Like, wow. And there's no hope of them winning against Russia. Russia's massive. You know, that would be like the United States going to war against Texas or, or California. It would not end well. And, you know, 
I'm I'm anti-war, anti-violence, anti-bombs, pro-peace. I don't want anybody bombed or shot. I don't care where they live. There's, you know, better ways to handle, you know, political disagreements. And sanctions, sanctions are basically economic war. Um, you know, but we're not going to win that either. Russia was prepared for for that, and they'd been stacking up gold for a long time. They don't need the dollar. They've got plenty of, of oil and gas. They're a member of OPEC, the oil-producing regions of the world. Uh, as a matter of fact, Saudi Arabia and Russia have a great relationship. Um, you know? So, anyway... Long story short, censorship alive and well. It's, you know, it's it's easy to just go off the rails and call somebody a conspiracy theorist, but let's break that one down too. Do you know where the term conspiracy theorist was created? It was cre- it, well, when it started into our lexicon, it was basically created by the CIA to discredit people who questioned the official explanation of the Kennedy assassination. Um, Let me see if I can pull it up because somebody sent me the official document. They saw my post and they sent me the official document. Um, So let's see if I still have this. Here it is right there. Yes, sir. Dispatch from the Chiefs Certain stations and bases. Document 10 1035-960. 19 and uh, th- this was released through the Freedom of Information Act in 1976. CIA Historical Review Program. Release in full 1996. And um let me read a section of this for you if I can get this to flip. I can't. I can't read. <laughs> um, so basically, it, it basically just goes on to say that after the Warren report came out, uh, people had been questioning the official uh, response, and the CIA then coined the term conspiracy theorist to discredit anybody. Who, uh, who speaks out against that, right? Because we're supposed to believe the magic bullet theory, right? <laughs> that one bullet hit, you know, what, eight people or something like that? Uh, utterly ridiculous. And the bullet in question, the you know, the magic bullet, would, would have been all misshapen. It would have been a fraction of the size of its original self, right? Because anybody who's ever shot and guns knows that as soon as a bullet hits a target, it flattens, uh, pieces will fly off, called shrapnel, um, right? This happens if you shoot a person and you hit a bone, that bullet is going to fragment. And there's even certain bullets that are made to do that, which is horrific. But, uh, so the bullet in question, this magic bullet, was in pristine condition. Like, wow. Okay. Not possible. Anyway, I digress. Thank you for tuning in. 
Sorry I've been absent. I am ramping up to do a bunch more podcasts, and I will be releasing one every Friday now um, until the end of time. (laughs) Much love, people. Thank you so much for listening. Please share with friends if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down. I'm very uh, excited and flattered and humbled to be on 23 different platforms with listeners in 46 different countries. My podcast was ranked number 81 for politics in Lebanon. So I guess people in other countries are liking hearing the, you know, the real story of what's going on in the US from somebody that lives here. Cuz you'll never hear anything I talk about on the lamestream media. I don't like to even talk about stories that they're covering because, you know, unless I have a complete uh, other viewpoint on it with historical facts to back that up, I figure let them do what they're doing and I'll just provide the historical context that led us here. Anyway, much love, people. Keep seeking the truth and I will talk to you soon. Over and out.